everybody. Welcome to Talking Heartland. And this is the show where we're looking at back episodes of the Heartland TV show. And we are on season 14, episodes 9 and 10. Finishing up season 14. I can't believe it. Can you believe it, Michelle? It's unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Two years ago, I like responded to like an innocent tweet. And here we are like two years later. Yeah, unbelievable. I was like, yeah, Michelle didn't know what she was signing up for. That's for sure. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, it's been over two years. We've been doing Heartland. We started, our first episode was the uh, 13th of August. We were, we did a bunch of sort of test pilots to see what people wanted. We did an episode of Army Wives. We did an episode of, of, uh, of Cedar Cove. And then we did an episode of Heartland. And it Heartland was by far the most well received, the most uh, the won the uh, the war, I guess, the bidding war. And uh, so, yeah, then <laughs> it's, it's been uh, it's been a lot of work, uh, yeah. but great. It's been really fun. But. Yeah, I'm just so grateful to you, Rachel, for like letting me do this and and the interview opportunities. It's just been so fun. Um, it's not something I ever thought I'd ever do, but here we are. Oh, well, I'm grateful to you. It's just been a great experience. So yeah, yeah season 14 has proven to be pretty good. I mean, I feel like I'd only heard the negative of it. And yeah. so uh, it's been fun to watch. And I feel like they, because they had the, obviously the death of Ty was going to be so epic that they mm-hmm. really tried to do some some big episodes to kind of compensate for it you know with like the the explosion and the fire and everything and we've got some good ones I think here today to talk about yeah I mean I think overall it's been one of the better seasons of Heartland Mm -hmm. and I did not expect that whatsoever right um like I said last episode I think it helps that we have been prepared for this um, mm-hmm. But I think the writing has been solid. I think Amy's storyline this season has been very well handled. I think all of the decisions made in terms of like the new characters that they've brought in, the returning characters. Um, I knew they were. I know they were following this during COVID, so it wasn't easy on them. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just been a fantastic season, a sad mm-hmm. season, an emotional season, but I think overall very successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did you say that they have season 15 on Netflix where you're at? Yeah, in the UK, they have it on Netflix. They sort of removed all of the earlier seasons. So we only have seasons. Yeah, we only have season seven to 15, which is really strange. Um, I think we have 15 because it doesn't air on TV here. We don't have a channel that airs it um, Mm. like on digital. So I think Netflix does have the sort of um, the rights to it in the UK. Mm, well, that's good. Uh, yeah, I know it was surreal. I because usually when I'm watching, it'll come up next episode, you know, and you <laughs> click on it, whatever. And instead of that, it uh, when I finished episode ten, it came up with the uh, we, no, no, not the pilot. It was for another show, the Partner yeah. Track show. It was like oh, you, you want to watch the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh my gosh it's done I did it <laughs> oh but uh <laughs> yeah uh the first uh, that we're going to talk about it's episode nine it's called find me in the dark mm-hmm. and that title comes from 
the fact that Jessica is old school and she still develops film. Not only does she shoot on film, which is very rare these days, but she develops mm-hmm. her own film, her own pictures. So that's old school. Like nobody does that. I don't know any. I mean, I know a lot of photographers actually. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah, anybody that develops it. their own yeah. film anymore. I always find it interesting when you're watching like a high school movie or and they always have like a random like dark room yeah. in their school. I'm like, what? why is this a thing? <laughs> like there's really no point nowadays. I mean, I guess it makes sense in the sense that like it's harder to find someone else to develop your film, yeah. but there's just no point with the ways that you can manipulate and, uh, and print and everything off digital yeah there's no point yeah I mean I understand it from like an artistic point of view of like that's your art form you know I understand it but yeah nobody's going to do that just as like no when you could just click away on it on digital um yeah also the room wasn't near dark enough I mean they have to have a certain light in order to film the scene Mm -hmm. but it wasn't nearly dark enough yeah, and they have to have, like, the red lights, don't they? Yeah, the red lights, I mean, in order for you to be able to see what yeah. what's going on. <laughs> but uh, they're, the, 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 yeah, the original room, I think they got the, uh, when they built the, uh, the cellar dark room, mm-hmm. that looked dark enough to me. But uh, but yeah, this, this doing the um, dude ranch, it was not dark enough. And then I don't think that Tim coming in and just the light from the door way over on the other side of the room, I don't think that would have ruined the film. Certainly not everything. No. <laughs> it seems like it would it ruined the entire role, um, which I don't think is true. Um, I'm not a photographer, but <laughs> it seemed a little far-fetched. Yeah, I mean, we're going back to my yeah high school days when I was took photography class and had to be in a dark room. I mean, that was that was in the nineties. <laughs> it was ancient, <laughs> uh, but they have cute moments. I think they have pretty good chemistry. Would you agree? Yeah, I think they have great chemistry. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually felt bad for Tim in that episode. I did you? Um, yeah, I liked that the the sort of a bit of a role reversal between them. Um, well, Tim is sort of on the back foot this time. Um, I really like that dynamic. Um, and I've never seen this actress in anything before, but maybe I have, and I've just not. If she's been in a Hallmark thing, then I've, I've probably seen her. But yeah, I think she's a great addition. I I don't recognize her from anything else, so I I. Uh... I, I don't know but yeah it looks like she's a Canadian actress and yeah it looks yeah the IMDb the IMDb <laughs> also doesn't have Lock and Monroe on here and he's in the episode so that's strange yeah yeah I was looking at that earlier and I was like what is his name I know his name I've seen him in a ton of things and then yeah it just hit me because he's not in the, the IMDb for the episode yeah Lock and Monroe is the guy that you want if you want somebody who is like the jerk husband the wrong guy mm-hmm. i mean he's mm-hmm. been like in um mistletoe promise he is like a super villain in that movie. 
he's so mean he's so jerk such a jerk to her yeah and he was in um what was the one from this year the, uh, the journey ahead yes uh, yes yeah, yes he was a jerk in that as well <laughs> yes he's he's a jerk in, in that yeah he i guess he's only in this one episode mm-hmm. clyde playing clyde mcgregor uh, playing quinn's dad and uh i mean he makes some decent points about if quinn wants to be a partner if he wants to be involved then he needs mm-hmm. to be involved yeah yeah um it's that thing of you know do you work with your family um it's obviously going to affect the relationship um but yeah in, and i can understand from the dad's point of view of like he wants to pass it on um and quinn seems to be the only person that he can pass it on to mm-hmm. so yeah it's sort of a difficult situation <laughs> Yeah, and I don't think it's that unreasonable of him to say, well, if you want to coach, then you need to pay the same things that anybody else who coaches in the facility has yeah. to pay. Yeah. Yeah, that was very fair. Um, I think that was a bit of a um a reality check for for Quinn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so uh he's also, I mean, I think where Quinn has a point is that is that his dad is just never there for him as a dad yeah he's like a good boss i guess but mm-hmm. he doesn't care about meeting georgie's family or being involved uh, in his life at all yeah it seems like a bit of a workaholic mm-hmm. uh, so yeah they have a very strange relationship um and it seems like that's been the status quo for a long time yeah, and I by no means would say that my dad is workaholic. He's not, but I did work for him for a long time. And mm-hmm. I just got used to the fact that whenever we were at family gatherings, we were going to end up talking about work. And I mean, I don't really have any work life balance anyway. <laughs> my life is just <laughs> all about work. Uh, and that's okay for me because. I don't have like, you know, kids or, you know, other things that need mm-hmm. my attention. But, uh, but I, I just kind of accepted that, that it was going to happen. If I came to a family function, I was going to end up talking to my dad about work. It was going to happen. And he wasn't doing yeah. that on purpose. It was just, I don't know. That's what you spent a lot of your time doing. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of a thing of connection, I guess, that we had. And that's yeah. just, you know, we're seeing each other. So we might as well talk about this thing that's, that's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they might want to kind of just sort of accept that too. <laughs> yeah. And do we know where Quinn's mom is? Um, oh yeah. I can't remember if they've yeah. talked about that or not, about Quinn's mom. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> yeah. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> uh, it did annoy me when he called, uh, Quinn Quinster and Georgie Little G. I like that. It's so random. <laughs> I don't like when people give cringy nicknames. That is not for me. <laughs> I don't know. Just never my my mom's not a big nickname person. Like none of us have really had nicknames of us kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. So it's just Quinster yeah, I- and Little G. <laughs> Yeah, everybody like my brother couldn't say my name when he was younger um so he just said shell 
Um, so that's the only oh, that's people cute. that call me that. The only people that call me that is my brother, my mom, and my dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> so nobody outside yeah. them sort of call me that. But yeah, like Michelle is not really a nickname type of name. Anyway. Yeah. Well, it's the same. Rachel's the same way. There's not yeah. like a really good nickname. Yeah, little for... little R. <laughs> little r yeah <laughs> uh, so katie's birthday is coming up peter's late his flight is late mm-hmm. and so he's not going to be there so mitch decides that he's going to uh make a a, a skating rink for mm-hmm. katie and that was really cute on the heartland property yeah yeah, it made me wonder why they hadn't done things like this before, but it feels like maybe they'll try to sort of think of more things that they could do um, and and sort of the area that they had. Um, to imagine they're not able to go to so many different sets while they were filming this season. Mm-hmm. They were maybe trying to abide by all the COVID things and just have mm-hmm. everybody in the one spot. Well, and they were probably looking for ways to get people outside with COVID. Yeah. And so oh, the yeah, skating rink yeah. was one, mm-hmm. but it looked really cute. Yeah, they do scare me though. Like, I, I think I've, I've been skating once and roller skating once. Um, I tried to be an inline skater for like a month, mm-hmm. um, and it did not work out well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, watching Mighty Ducks for too many times, I thought oh, I could do that. Um, yeah, I couldn't. Um, but yeah, like. I feel like I've seen so many movies where people fall through the ice. Like, right. Just not doing that. <laughs> well, you just don't want where it's like thin. Thin, you know, yeah. Where, where it's thin, but yeah, I know. I agree. I have never, never gone on a home pond, you know, skating, yeah. but it looked like it was almost completely frozen. Like yeah. the whole thing, like yeah. through it's to the cool. bottom. Yeah. So uh, it, 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 I think where you get more risky is, is either at the beginning of the season or the end of the season, mm-hmm. probably. But it was it was cute. I'm not the best skater, <laughs> that's for sure. My balance <laughs> is not great. Yeah, I, I don't have balance at all. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so then we also have Mitch asking Lou if she's open to having more kids and they have this conversation like have we seen on this show one of the main characters with a partner before like in bed before they got married uh no i, think I don't we think we saw, have i don't think we saw much in Lou. Hmm. oh no i mean uh, we saw him sneaking out that one time Oh, we so did, we, yeah. We come speak at that time, and I, well, I don't think we saw Peter and Lou. No, we definitely did not see Ty and Amy. No, <laughs> absolutely not. That was just no. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I can't think of one mm-hmm. where they were oh, actually in bed. Said. Like, yeah, it was implied. I mean, I guess if you were stretching it, there was some um, Ashley and Caleb when they mm-hmm. found out they weren't married, they were still together, but I feel like yeah. that's a stretch. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So that was I'm interesting. <laughs> and Kevin McGarry looked unusually handsome in these two episodes, I thought. 
yeah, I feel like this is when the Kevin McGarry thing really took off. Like yeah. this, yeah, like this year it was. Was this the year of um? Oh God, what was the the Winterfest movie? Um, Winter One Winter Song was it Winter? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was like the fantasy author. Yes, um, I love that movie. That was, was a, good a good one. Movie. One Winter Romance, I think it was called, or yeah, something, something like that. Like yeah. that. Winter <laughs> Romance Story, or yeah, just it was a terrible title. <laughs> yeah, it's <a> terrible title. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this was after because in 2019 he was in five Christmas movies that year. Yeah, and I mean, I guess I'm sort of obsessed. <laughs> yeah, so this aired in 2021, so it would have been filmed that next year in 2020. Um, he just, I loved his haircut. He looked very handsome. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have to do much to look handsome. Yeah. <laughs> but he did. I mean, the worst was when he got that mustache on When Calls the Heart. That was a bad look. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. I've seen season one of When Calls the Heart. I'm a little behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had a mustache. I'm like, what? Get rid of it. Uh, I don't mind. I don't mind facial hair, but mustaches are are yeah, like Peter's is brutal just now. Like, yes. <laughs> I know he's filming a different show, um, and a comedy show, but yeah, it's it's brutal. Like, it's not Peter. <laughs> like not everybody can be Magna PI. It's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> but we find out the reason why he got the idea for doing the skating rink is that Katie wants to try out for hockey. And I feel like she excel at that mm-hmm. she would be good at hockey yeah it's and... interesting because we've got a different katie next season oh yeah yeah well and then we have uh clyde offering a job to amy saying hey you could come out to florida you could work with students it would be a great opportunity for you and so she actually thinks about it mm-hmm. uh, and of course that's hard for Lou and for Jack, but they're pretty supportive of, uh, of her. And if she were to decide to do that and that it would definitely be hard to leave family and go try something new, but I think yeah. uh, it, it would be an interesting experience for her. I guess if they wanted to close down the, sh- the show, that would be a way to do it is to send her off to Florida or somewhere yeah yeah I mean I think they, they make a good point of like you know she is responsible for, for Lindy in a way that she never expected um you know, she expected to be in a partnership with with Ty and so she is and and yeah she hasn't worked for the past year as well so yeah yeah when only done the one clinic that's yeah, it that's only one clinic so when she's offered a steady income it would be hard to sort of say no to that mm-hmm. um, yeah I think they made a good case for it in here and um also her decision made sense as well to stay so yeah mm-hmm. I think it was a good conflict yeah well and Parker is moving to Toronto with her mom uh, so she is having mixed feelings about them selling Mickey horse mm-hmm. And I did think she was funny with all those pictures of like, no, absolutely <laughs> out of the question. <laughs> yeah, I really like her. I do find our family situation a bit confusing because, 
we haven't met her parents. So when she was talking about her mum, I was like, wait, who's her mum again? Have we met her mum? Yeah. It's a a dad that's married to Jade's mum. And I was like, it took me a little bit of like mental Mm -hmm. gymnastics to figure it out. But yeah. Well, in her, I mean, and they can, if you compare it to Mallory, like Mallory's Mm -hmm. dad was a country music singer. So it makes a little bit more sense why he would be on the road and gone a lot. Mm -hmm. So it kind of then this where I, I don't know what her parents do I mean her um, dad's her dad's in Hudson yeah he's a psychologist I think or a therapist mm. um, yeah yeah but it was a cute moment she's a little grating if I'm honest like a little <laughs> little much I think they're using her the right amount um mm-hmm. and I think she plays really well off of Jack and and Amy so I think that helps but yeah I agree like it just doesn't work quite as well as Mallory did I think Mallory was such a one of the kinds character um yeah actress to sort of play that role um and we sort of grew up with her so it's a little bit different mm-hmm. um and it does feel like ever since then they've been trying to sort of replicate that that magic and I don't think they've quite got there I think you know, Luke was the closest for me in terms of new kids that they've brought in. Yeah, I love Luke. Luke was great. It just feels a little bit uh, showy. It just doesn't feel like a natural kid where, where yes, Mallory was snarky, but it still felt like... It was a kid talking. Yeah, a kid talking, a kid that could exist. But it was it was cute. Uh, and her bond with with uh mickey is cute yeah um so they they have this whole thing with setting up this dark room in the cellar for jessica and uh it's hard for jack because that's where he remembers his sister has his sister's Mm -hmm. desk um but it was a nice moment between uh um jack and tim talking about that yeah yeah, they've come far, or well, come very far. Um, usually, um, normally Tim would have just went ahead and done it, <laughs> not asked. Mm-hmm. And you say every home has a ghost or two. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I did like when <laughs> Georgie and Quinn are talking, and she's like, every time your dad gets brought up, your neck vein bulges out. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> And honestly, I mean, I said this last time, yes, they're young to get married, but like I said, there is an argument to be made to getting married young, growing together Mm -hmm. as opposed to when you're older and you have all of these things set in your ways, that's going to make it get more challenging to form a bond and to, uh, to like getting married older, isn't necessarily easier. A marriage is just hard and and rewarding and difficult and whether you get married young or get married old it just has its own set of challenges yeah and that show's done both you know it's it's had you know (laughs) setting marriages with with um with jack and lisa and it's had you know the polar opposite with amy and ty yeah um because they were both very young when they got married right yeah as long as you're willing to grow together Mm-hmm. then um 
then it can work great. And like I said, when you're older and you're more set in your ways, it can be harder, I think. Mm -hmm. And I say that as a single person that's 41. (laughs) Yeah, I'm anticipating it will be difficult. It'll be difficult if I ever get married, Uh, but hopefully it'll work out. Um, So uh, Tim gives Jessica the dark room and she says, I can't do this, Tim. Sorry. And she leaves. That was a lot. I, I was very surprised. I did not expect her to have that reaction. Yeah, I was surprised as well. Um, for her just to like bolt <laughs> the way that she did. Um, like I, I feel like she sort of laid out her boundaries with Tim already. And he respected them. And the sort of deal was that they were going to enjoy the time that they had. And I feel like that's all Tim was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe she just, you know, interpreted, interpreted it as, you know, a form of commitment or a form of, you know, whatever. But yeah, just, I did like it in the sense of like, it feels like something Tim would have done, you know, five seasons ago. Um, you know, he would have had that type of reaction. But yeah, yeah. it's a good way to show how far he's come. He's it's true. The, the roles yeah, have the kind of been swapped, yeah. like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. Uh, so Quinn says that he's taking Georgie to the Olympics. And if you don't want to have an Olympian in your, uh, in your operations, then you are foolish. Uh, and yeah, I mean, we're back to the Olympics again. We're back. We're back. <laughs> oh, my God. If she doesn't go to the Olympics, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> yeah, we need that in season 16. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> we also got Parker saying to Amy, you'd make a good therapist, which I thought was cute. Yeah. That was funny. And so Jessica leaves and she says, I'm getting way too comfortable here. And I just felt like she wasn't making any sense. I guess, why wouldn't you want to be comfortable? I don't understand what exactly she's expecting to get from this odyssey and how long is she expecting to be like no man land? Yeah. And also it feels like she's not doing the thing that she says that she wants to do, which is to like go see the world and travel. Instead, she's been staying at the dude ranch for months. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know it makes sense if you know she had family or you know pretty much all she has is the people at Heartland Mm -hmm. and Lou so yeah it doesn't make sense that she's obviously staying for Tim (laughs) she just doesn't know that yet know that Mm yet yeah and and I just don't understand how long she expects this whole sort of traveling Mm -hmm. uh, thing to to last what does she what are her goals? I don't know. It was just weird. And, and he says, I thought we had a good thing. And she says, we did. And now it's over. Like, Oh, that's harsh. Harsh. Yeah. That's harsh. (laughs) Got us over here feeling bad for Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So then they give the skating pond to Katie. It was very cute at the end. Yeah. Uh, And we find out that Parker is staying until the end of the school yeah, we find out that Parker's staying at the until the end of the school year, and uh, then we have 
Clyde returning saying that he just wants to spend time with his son so that was cute mm-hmm. what would you give this episode one to ten um I'll give it an 8.5 I thought it was a really solid episode mm-hmm. yeah uh, I I agree We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. So the next episode we have is called Stay in the Course. And this episode, we have Amy works with a challenging horse to help a friend of Clint's. She also revives a dream to rebuild the jumping course that she and Spartan practiced on so many years ago. So overall, what did you think of this episode? Um, Yeah, I really liked this. I thought it was a great way to end the season. Um, I feel like Amy's journey really sort of carried the episode. Um, there was a few things that are like little niggles that I wasn't crazy about. Um, mm-hmm. The roller coaster ride of <laughs> Lou and Peter and Mitch again feels really frustrating mm-hmm. um, because it feels like they don't actually have a direction. Um, so yeah, I find that a little bit frustrating. Um, I liked that Georgie and Quinn were here. Um, Caleb was here. You know, I, I feel like it's a really solid episode. Yeah, the the whole Mitch and Peter thing, I'm so over. Just yeah, so over I think it. Everyone's done at this point. I I just don't think they've done a good job with Lou's love life. Mm-hmm. And I just wish that they had just kept him as a stay-at-home dad. Because uh, yeah. that was peak Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, and now like uh, Rick comes down and says, why do you care that your ex isn't coming? Uh, and your ex is around more than you're intended that he brought out the best in you. Like, why does Rick know all of this? Yeah. Rick I guess was like because, the antagonist a few episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, the reason. I guess because he's like during the, uh, during the emergency he saw Peter helping Lou, but mm-hmm. I don't know. He seemed like a weird person to deliver this. It would have been much better if it had been from Jack or Amy, I think. Yeah. Well, even Lisa, because it tends to sort of, mm. they have those type of conversations, but yeah, it just feels, it's just sort of comedic at this point of like, what, where are they going to go? Obviously, Kevin can't be in the, the, the show as much. Like we know that, um, and I do think the way that they have written him out has been completely justified because he is much is completely justified to change his mind, um, on wanting children, um, and it it didn't feel sort of cliche because 
they've had that conversation before. Um, so it was sort of a, it's not like they got engaged without having that conversation. Um, he just changed his mind and that's fine. But, yeah, I don't mind as much the Mitch breakup. I just wish we yeah. weren't going back to Peter. Yeah, and especially because we can't have Kevin, but I don't think, yeah, I just don't think that um, Gabriel Hogan's going to be in the show either. So, like, what was the point? <laughs> like, I yeah, think he's going and- to be as in and out as he's always been. Mm-hmm. Peter says, I still have feelings for you. Because he, he put that he couldn't come to the wedding. He didn't RSVP. And that sort of makes Lou spiral. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not sure if his other show, um, Tacoma SB, I'm not sure if that's still ongoing. But yeah, that's that's the show that he's on. Um, So he's not as available. Let me see if it says he's on the um season 16. I don't know. It might not say anything. Uh, it doesn't have him, but only has a couple. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, why can't we find a better romantic solution for Lou? Why can't we find somebody that she has chemistry with better than Peter? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I feel like... I, I would be really irritated with Lou uh, for breaking up my wedding with Maya and then, I don't know, just allowing this to happen. I feel like that's frustrating. Yeah, and it felt even more frustrating because Peter wasn't actually in the episode. It was just on a a video call. Like That felt even more impersonal. Um, and it didn't feel authentic and emotional and like yeah. a difficult decision um, because he's saying that he <laughs> like wants another chance when the whole problem was that he wasn't there and he's saying that he wants another chance while he's not there. <laughs> I'm just like, this is driving me crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So are we just to basically assume that Georgie and Quinn have, were basically living together in Florida and then now they're separated? It seems like that's what I, the vibes I'm getting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just typical heartland of like not talking about the obvious. It's just a waste up to the imagination. Well, and Tim saying, (laughs) Yeah, over my dead body and 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 uh, Georgie saying that uh, Jack's downstairs and he has a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was so waiting on someone coming into the room. I would be sitting on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, part of it what gets Lou sort of spiraling as well is she sees K. She's Kayla comes over with Carson. And she sees Mitch with Carson, baby Carson, and realizes that she doesn't, you know, want to give him that as far as a child. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it is sort of refreshing that Georgie, I mean, it is sort of refreshing that Lou doesn't differentiate between Georgie and Katie, that they are the same as far as. Yeah. Both, yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. That's very nice. Um, mm-hmm. 
So Amy's working. That she doesn't change her mind. Mm-hmm. You know that she's very reticent about the fact that you know she's got her kids, and now is the time for her, you know, many jobs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I mean she's being the last thing she probably wants to be is be a pregnant mayor. <laughs> <laughs> a pregnant mayor running a dude ranch. Mm-hmm. And uh, Amy's working with the wilds, and Cooper loses his grant. And uh, so they, they're not sure what to do because if uh, they, they have to bring the horses back, they've already been rejected from the herd and mm-hmm. they, they can't really go to, if it can't be uh, gentled uh, by, by Amy, it probably can't be by anybody. So then what are you going to do with this horse? Yeah. Yeah, it's a difficult spot. And I do like Cooper as a character. Mm-hmm. It feels like he fits into the show really well. Um, and I do think they need something like the, the sort of horse therapy school. I think I think that could um, bring us some good stories um, in future seasons. Do you think that it seems clear that he's the next love interest for Amy? Do you agree? Yeah, I think so. I do think I do think that they're going to really take the time with it um but it does feel like they are setting that up for that um it feels like maybe the last season of the show is probably when they'll get together it feels like it's going to be a very slow burn yeah I like him though I think he's a good match yeah, for I like Amy him. I think he's a good match and I think um I mean I've not really had many other people I did think for a second that it was going to be Sam but you know he is a little bit older um seems a little bit older mm-hmm. but yeah I think that it's going to, it's definitely going to be Cooper so then Georgie uh, is competing and turns out there is there an observer there for equestrian Canada mm-hmm. so she's pretty nervous about that I mean she's not a very competitive person that's why it's hard <laughs> for her to to imagine her being in the Olympics or trying for the Olympics because yeah it seems she like even every competition yeah yeah she's just not it makes her very upset and she's just not a very competitive person so i'm not sure why she keeps setting these goals for herself yeah it makes me like uncomfortable watching sometimes because i'm like Mm -hmm. oh my god this is going to go so badly because she's so nervous and it makes me like expect the worst yeah (laughs) and then like nine times out of ten she completely fails to ruin one of the things Well, they're also concerned about Phoenix, her training Phoenix too much, but also not enough, uh, doing too many just trail rides and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, feel like that was just um, Quinn overreacting a little bit. Mm-hmm. So Jessica comes back and uh, she talks to Tim and he says, take your photos all over the world and then come back. And then he says, what do you think? Or she says, what do you think about coming with me? Which makes a ton of sense. Why not? Mm-hmm. Caleb can run this the school. So you, why not go? Yeah. It's, it's sort of refreshing a little bit mm-hmm. for someone to like be happy about leaving. It feels like it's the opposite a lot of the times. Of like, oh, I couldn't possibly leave Heartland. <laughs> yeah you can you can always come back right exactly 
and then Parker sets up this whole like booth about the donors for the wild. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's, she's telling everybody about it. And she ends up uh, talking to the actual donor who, um, who decided to, who, who went out and uh, she's very convincing, which I think she would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, G- Georgie competes with the observer and he seems pretty impressed with her. Of course. Yes. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we get this conversation between Mitch and Lou where, you know, they break up. Um, and then the last couple minutes is all flashbacks with Amy and Ty, which was very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And they did a, a six month jump ahead as well. Um, mm-hmm. which is interesting. So this whole season, it's been like a year and a half. Um, cause we skipped a year and then there's obviously been through a few months and then another six months so I think by the time we get the next season it'll be like two years since Ty mm-hmm. well and I did like earlier in the episode when Amy says to Cooper one there's one boy in foster care that turned out pretty good ended up marrying yeah, him that was, that was good yeah, yeah and it, it it was nice to see a sort of smile um it seems like you know what Jack said about those moments bringing her comfort is really coming into fruition for her. Mm-hmm. And this is a Heather Conkey episode and you can feel it, the writing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got the emotion there. Mm-hmm. So what would you give this episode one to 10? Um, I would say nine, 9.5. Um, I thought it was a really good end to the season. Um, and I would say probably like an 8.5 or a 9 for the season overall. Um, I thought it was a really successful season. One of the better seasons. Yeah, I think it was a good one as well. And the Lou and stuff isn't my favorite, but I don't know what they do with that character. It's just been, fr- <sighs> it's been frustrating the way they've handled her character, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, it just feels very repetitive and hopefully, fingers crossed, next season they do something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. Let us know if you're listening what you think about these two episodes and what you think about season 14, how they handle that tough situation with Graham leaving. Love to mm-hmm. hear your thoughts in the comments section or on Twitter. And Michelle, where can people find you? I'm on Twitter at Michelle R. Benson. You can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. Also, make sure you're following the podcast on Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. That really helps us a lot. Five stars. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the patron group and merch store uh, where there is Heartland inspired merch. So check that out. And uh, thanks everybody. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye everyone.